Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers, and welcome to the Magician's After Show. Today we're talking about episode 10, The Girl Who Told Time. And we have a special guest again! Hello! Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV! And now, let the buzz begin! I'm back in 1996. It's actually 2000. I have a theory about that. No, no, but she came out of the 1990s, so that sound is very 90s. But I like it. It's good. No, I like it. You're like, that was a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, we like like the pre-autotune days, don't we? Yes, Yes, we do. Uh, What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to the time. I was going to say time. I'm like, nope. You it's got it. We're talking about time because <laughs> it's the girl who told time. The girl who told Magicians after show. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Espionage Cosmetics for these lovely nails. And uh, I'll post pictures of those too. They have like nerdy, jewelry, not jewelry, sorry, nerdy makeup and nail wraps. Nice. Cool. And I got go. an awesome guest right here to my left. I don't have nails uh, it's okay. from <laughs> well, you do have nails. espionage. Espionage? Yeah, espionage. Uh, well, now, now I'm, it's my loss, obviously. <laughs> I'm Joshua Butler. I directed the episode. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at the Joshua Butler. What's up, y'all? My name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adrian Snow. And my theory yes. is that every decade bleeds into yes. the other decade by five years. So if you watch a movie from 2005 or music from 2005, it still sounds like the 90s. That's it. Interesting. And there's oh, yeah. artists that just genuinely never change their sound. That's you know, and they yes. have no interest sure. in updating no, their. They're like, I'm gonna know, sound yeah. like this to yeah. the day. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine too. That's fine. Yeah. No. You know. Thank you, Chantal Carvey. Car- Car- like a fine Canadian singer, by the way. Nice. Yes. Oh, yes. I love it. Since we shoot the show and. Canada. Yeah. It's yeah, fitting. No. Fitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fitting. And then uh, Joelle is unfortunately sick, um, but we're happy to have a guest. So, yeah. yay! I, I get to not be on the couch. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, going to join right? us at the table. That's that couch is. Yeah, no, it's a lovely <laughs> couch. It's comfortable. Yeah. But then you're like, I, can you hear me? Sorry, you hear Joelle. Me? No, feel better, Joelle. <laughs> we, yeah. I, I, I will, will miss you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, any um, quick thoughts at the top of this? episode. Oh, man. Commentary. There's always so much that happens. There's yeah, that's true. Like, that happened this episode. I know last week we had, what, like three simultaneous kind of kind of stories falling along, didn't we? Or no. Did we? There's always I, I feel we always do. Yeah. That's this true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, there's always so much. It's, it's hard to yes. encapsulate your reactions but i love josh i love the 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 character of josh i love seeing more he's like thanks he's exactly <laughs> right yeah, 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 this yeah, josh. yeah. Also. well the trust me on set it was confusing yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. trevor einhorn who plays josh a uh, fantastic actor by the way i love that he keeps popping up yeah. he's a sweet yes. guy and he's so good yeah it's yeah. like a good comedic relief of like mm-hmm. oh yeah him and familiarity because it's mm-hmm. like a classmate that you're like you see them every so often yeah right. that guy we saw josh we saw todd yes, yes. and todd yeah. <laughs> i think 
we talked about that a little bit earlier in the season, how it's nice that a lot of the season one characters have returned, because yes. that's realistic, that they would be in college together, mm-hmm. that you'd mm-hmm. see the same people, versus, you know, you, you watch a show, you see them, season one, you never see those people ever again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, because they're expensive to keep hiring these same <laughs> actors over and over yeah. again, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's all good. It pays off in the long run. It does. No, it's good. <laughs> Glad you noticed. Yeah, it builds the world better for it, us. I totally agree. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So, what did you guys think of the opening when we have Dean Fogg testing Julia at Break Bills? And you're like, wait a minute. Uh, it yes. explained so much about Julia's tracking or storyline last season. You yeah. understand that that's just who she is. Yes. So, mm-hmm. even though I know I was the first person to be like, Julia's getting on my nerves, like, figure it out. <laughs> but I, I really appreciate that kind of answered why she was so determined to have magic in her life because that's just like built into her, regardless of what, you know, timeline or loop they're in. She's so. a knowledge mm-hmm. student. Exactly. I like that that's, a, that's like a category. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it's like, I feel like, I don't know, and as I was watching it, I felt like the knowledge students, because I don't think we had really heard that much about knowledge no. students before, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, like, you could kind of compare those, like, they're sort of like the, the Gryffindor of break bills, like, they're kind of the, the most... Ravenclaw. Do you think? Ravenclaw's the intelligence, and um, Gryffindor is the we'll uh, see, adventure. We'll yeah. see. I thought I thought Gryffindor because it seemed like they were a little more well-rounded. Like they're kind of oh, sort okay. of like the uh, best of of both. Worlds, oh, them, sure. You know? yeah. A Gryffindor. Oh, there you go. Yes. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say they're That's the AP thing. students. I could see that. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah Honor kids. <laughs> but we have, uh, one of the things that I've that I've brought up a lot is this idea of like seeing all these different versions of these characters. We've seen mm-hmm. golems and we've seen mm-hmm. like doppelgangers and we've seen dream versions mm-hmm. of characters mm-hmm. and back to the the version of Penny that we saw during the musical sequence in the first the first season. Yes, um, the, the imagination of Quentin. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Version of Penny. Yeah. And so it was interesting seeing like this timeline you t- you could tell like immediately like oh we're somewhere else obviously yeah. Dean Fogg mm-hmm. can see and Julia is much kind of more you know bright and sort of bubbly like I wanted to know like what are what are some of the challenges of shooting these different kinds of well, that was that was the number one challenge. Was were people going to get it? You know, yeah. and how subtle can we be? How much do you need to telegraph that this is a different timeline? Mm-hmm. You know, or is it just going to context clues with with Fog seeing and and Julia? Mm-hmm. You know, with her shade and you know, and obviously doing well in school as opposed mm-hmm. to getting thrown out. So I, we were just hoping that by the time you saw it, you didn't need, like, overly hit-over-your-head kind mm-hmm. of exposition. Right, right, which, right, right. Which I'm happy to hear we didn't seem to need. Yeah. Because sure. yeah, you kind of got it. A you lot know, more. wait a minute. Yeah, okay, good. I, it was <laughs> cool. Of, uh, I mean, it was a moment where you go, wait, what's going on? But then you go, oh, this is an alternate. Good, yeah. right. Good, because I was just, Seriously. as a director, I was just constantly questioning, do you know, do I need to do more to mm-hmm. telegraph this? But yeah. but, but I, I felt, I felt okay. like even, even if we didn't see Fog, like, without his glasses or anything like mm-hmm. that it just it looked different and it looked kind of kind of warmer and happier yeah and mm-hmm. Ellie Smoke and the DP and I we talked about that and he's um, unbelievable and you know shout out I guess you saw him a couple weeks ago yeah, yeah. he did yeah he's fantastic and I love working with him but he's yeah I mean we, we talk very specifically about you know because he's got the very specific looks for, for mm-hmm. the current mm-hmm. incarnation of Fillory and the current um, mm-hmm. incarnation of New York City and, and break bills and they're all different kinds of tones and palettes so the, yeah, the idea was <laughs> well, no you did oh, okay well there you go definitely I'm, I'm yeah. repeating information no, 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 <laughs> go watch 
uh, that was it, episode eight, so yeah, after yeah, Buzz show, and you'll after learn. This one, obviously. Yeah, I'll, I'll shut up about it. Well, but but yes, but uh, but very much so. Like the look of it, the feel mm-hmm. of it, the acting style. You know, talking to Rick and Stella about how we could differentiate it again without. Mm-hmm. And and Sarah and John, uh, the showrunners, uh, fantastic. They're always erring in the, on the side of subtlety, yeah. which I think is great. You know, and she was more Alice-like. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, <laughs> Julie is a lot like Alice. Interesting. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some of the other loops, because even the how she was dressed, I was like, this is different. Because you, every time we see Julia, she's usually dressed in, or dressed in darker tones. She's usually like mm-hmm. in some type of black or gray. So seeing her in like a nice little preppy jacket and jeans, I was like, this is not the Julia that we know. <laughs> right, yes. right, right. So right. it's kind of like the, those subtle things did work. Because if you watch a show, if you you know are a longtime fan, then you're going to pick up on it. Good, mm-hmm. good, yeah. Excellent. So it's often a challenge for the actors to play the different versions. What was it like directing the different versions? Because there was a lot in this particular episode. Oh, there was, yeah. Befores and afters, alternate timelines, and well, the the know. interesting thing is that the alternate timelines, the the the, the most um, intricate uh, incarnation of it, obviously, was uh, was. Alice, we called her Alice 23 because we just mm-hmm. picked a timeline and mm-hmm. Henry Alonzo Myers and Nogolando who wrote the script they were they were very much like okay this is timeline 23 although we don't ever say it you know right. that's and and you know working with Olivia and trying to figure out you know what what is the Alice of of that timeline and mm-hmm. how how when things went so wrong in that mm-hmm. timeline how do you you know portray that and 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 where is she in her journey at this one little point when she ends up at the Tesla flexion so you know that was tough Julia you know was very much like going back to the pilot you mm-hmm. know and 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 the person you met mm-hmm. you know when she was still hopeful about getting into break bills so you know mm-hmm. so so there was a little bit more of a context for her but with with Olivia it was like almost creating a whole new Alice from nothing so mm-hmm. Which she did a great job doing, but you know oh, yeah. that, that that was that was the big question of the episode. I thought. Well, it's cool because those characters are still like a version of them, but just like another, like just a degree. Well, it's like a choose your it's like a choose your adventure yeah. book, and, and yeah. you know that's the, the way I looked at it. Is uh, you know you're thinking, okay, there's forty timelines, and okay, this this one she turned to page thirty four instead of forty eight. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> and she lost a handful of fingers. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and everything went bad, and everyone died, and. <laughs> And she couldn't find Quentin's shade, and it was like, oh man! And she, uh, she was still dressed in the clothes that you know that that you know she when she was loving Quentin, you know that was part of his outfit. So oh, it was wow. like we went down that road, you know. We we're like, okay, this is this is she's holding on. So, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of people in the chat were bringing up a pretty good question of this episode kind of showed us maybe why Dean Fogg likes Julia more because that episode where she came mm-hmm. running mm-hmm. from Renard and like Marina they're like screw you you can't come in but like Julia he has this moment with her of like mm-hmm. I'm just uh, we're the same kind of student so mm-hmm. was that part of the directing in it at all or was that thought I think out? that's really good screenwriting because um, and again I'll shout out to, to Henry and Noga for that because what we're trying to do in the beginning of course is set up the moment where Julia remembers the Tesla flexion mm-hmm. you know so by by reminding the audience uh, uh, of, of the Julia that used to be you know and, and then have that be the callback I think that was mm-hmm. that was the reason for it mm-hmm. nice uh, so then we have the nope. Julia's still in her prison, but she gets released because Dean's like, "This isn't a prison, so go mm-hmm. away." Um, and then fun fillery, all the wedding prep, and I love that it was Groomzilla. That was very <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we call it. it yeah, yeah, it makes it makes perfect oh, sense yes. that Elliot would would treat this as as kind of momentously as he is. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Uh, and then poor Quentin's pretty much drunk in despair, and it's been three months, which was a nice moment, because we've talked about how this show sometimes we're a little... It's maybe not super clear, like, how long it's been, so that was a nice, like, oh, it's been three months. Okay, cool. And, and I think... I'm not sure if we had ever nailed down the the exact ratio of, like, time in Fillory versus time, yes. in, time on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Not exactly. So that was good to kind of get... So, More of an idea of, yeah, like, yeah. how much time has passed in each of the, the realms. Yes. So um, maybe it's been, like, two months total in Earth. And it sounds, what it sounds like is it sounds year? like maybe a, a month, a day on Earth is a month in Fillory, or around that. That's about the equation yeah. that we, we, we worked with. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much okay, close cool. to it, yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a sad, but I, I probably kind of true. Renji in the chat says, I guess Q and Alice were destined to be apart. Because there's been multiple timelines where they've been broken up. So it's like, aww. Yeah. That can't be all of them, though. Well, you know, you there's there's many more timelines you don't know about. So. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. You've only seen a very small sample of those timelines. Timeline? There's not only 39 timelines, necessarily. There's only 40. Yeah, they only did the They the did loop. it 39 times. They're on 40. They're right. on 40. Yeah, right, so yeah, right, there's right, only a total right. of 40 loops. Right, but so far, yeah. But did you see the face he made when I asked him? Did we get to see other timelines? He's like, I don't know. I actually, I actually honestly don't don't know. Um, I'm like, no, this is my poker face. Yeah. yeah I, I'd love to. It's a great device. I mean, and... Yeah. It'd be fun to see other versions. I'm sure too. that... Um, you know, I mean, it, it would be a great device in the series to, con- mm-hmm. you know, especially season three, please. Right. Yeah. Picked it up. Exactly. Um, you know, it'd be great if they continue down that road because mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities dramatically, I think. Well, yeah. then, uh, but uh, pointed out by Dragon Artist says, and they're all dead in all of them, though technically in all the other timelines they did die by the beast. Right, so. right. Right, just Maybe a different points. And different people survived each time. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Uh, then we have uh, gotta love the moment and uh, I love with Margot when she's venting her frustration that she needs some alone time mm-hmm. I love of that course. line yeah. she's like I need a hot bath and rub one out and I was like yes I love- right. <laughs> I'm so glad they like, said that and yeah. that was in the script I, I actually want to make a uh, shout out to Hale Appleman who is one of the great uh, improvisers on the show and uh, I just happen to love that that improvised moment where he says you're banished forever I don't know if you caught <laughs> yeah. that yeah. I just, that makes me laugh every time <laughs> <laughs> on set, and there, honestly, we you know had had we had more than forty minutes to. to I mean, there, there was like another two minutes to that scene where, where Hale was just going like we had all these people bringing him wedding preparation <laughs> things, and he was riffing off of all of them. Yeah, and it was just bonus just features later. hysterical. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's right. been getting so many good one-liners these last yeah. couple episodes, yeah. especially. Yeah, but that's that that was a Hale improv that just was phenomenal. Uh, then we have Elliot with Baylor, and they're talking about the polling spell, and his <laughs> approval ratings are kind of shitty. And right. uh, and versus having a public and private ceremony, what a mundane, like but realistic thing to have a conversation about. Yeah, he's trying to create favor. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then I, it was interesting though. We get back to Penny and Katie, and he just Penny's like, "I just want to help," but right away gets pulled into the order because, of course, the library is the fastest <laughs> on the thing you don't want. Right. So right. 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 Yeah, they've they've kind of. I I like how they're how they're talking about you know the fact that that Penny is you know he doesn't know when they're going to call in that yeah. th- th- his first day of work mm-hmm. basically so not today. and then of course as soon of as they talk today. about it he jinxes it yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
course. Uh, then we jump over to when we get to see Josh with the drug bake sale. Yay. Right. Now, were those all written in the script that way, of the different ones of what they give you? They were. They were. Henry, Lonzo Myers, and Nogalenda. Yeah, no, that was, uh, yeah, there was no improv in that scene. That was mm. on the page. And um, the key was to make sure we got the right pastries because we wanted it to mm. be upscale. Um, a bake sale, you know. They're very kind like, of fancy. Yeah. They're all fancy. Yeah, yeah, we didn't want to do the normal pot brownies. You know, you just yeah. you know you kind of because obviously all these drugs were going to go to wonderfully different places. One one of them we actually see the effects mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was the fun part of like figuring out you know what do we you, you know the tarts and the th- okay. tartines and all those you know fancy schmancy desserts. Edibles are so high class now anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and of course Josh, Josh being a foodie, and yeah. I certainly am one as well mm-hmm. in real life. So like it was fun to figure out what the foodie would have done, you mm-hmm. know, with, with his, uh, <laughs> his, nice. his, you know, various drugs. Sure. And he, and he takes, he takes the effects of what they do as seriously as he takes, you know, say the plating or it's the, like the, the wine pa- It's like a wine pairing, right. you know, you know, it's like, you know, this drug and this, this pastry go really, really right. well together. This one will make it feel like rainbows are for, for people who aren't in a legal state, like we are, you know, the experience of going to a place where they, they take pride in their... Mm-hmm drugs and <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. their <laughs> marijuana is is fascinating because that's not how I think a good amount of the United States really experiences or for Mm-mm. that matter the world experiences drugs so to have people talk about well this strain of, of OG Kush is like this is, is very fascinating yeah I mean I my Colorado friends are really yeah. you know getting very in, you know into that that sort of the, yeah. the, the, the pot sommeliers or whatever they're calling exactly. themselves I don't know there's probably a word for <laughs> it pot I'm sure there is sativa is mm-hmm. it a hybrid yeah, exactly, sure. and, and everyone's getting very snobby about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's the new pot is the new wine. It yeah, is. There you go. I was going to say this feels like a whole rabbit trail that we can keep talking about. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> let's go. We want to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Um, but speaking of like drugs, take I like. I want the cush she was on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or white Obama kush, <laughs> like the guy we were talking about last week. What Bernard's son? We'll we were there. talking. Joel, oh. Joel made a co- yeah. uh, comparison that yes. Renard's son was very much a white Obama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so yeah. Obama keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obama's the Taylor Swift of season two. Oh. <laughs> so we get the, the, the drugs do take know, you somewhere else. I'm, I'm not over it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> not over it. Never. No. Um, but we get to meet twelve-year-old. We Julia could have changed Shane. the Constitution three terms. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. That <laughs> We've just lost all of our. Uh, we had a couple Trump of supporters. our viewers. Yeah, like, no. Thumbs down. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you're watching this show. You know, I mean, yeah. we just had a well, whole conversation about marijuana. You know, yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> hey, but you know what, Dragon Artist? Thank you in the chat room to quote the trailers. Magic. It's a drug. So. You know, there you go. Yes, very good. Yeah. And everyone asks me about you know who hasn't hasn't seen the magicians. I always say it's uh, sex, drugs, and magic. Magic. That's that's yes. what I call. God, it. that's yeah. such a yeah. good boom. It is. That's what it is. I'm, I'm tired of the, the adult brevity. Harry adult Harry Potter. No. It's not really that. No, no. it's sex. So drugs you and want that quote I on like, the box and be like asterisk me like you know made. I, I, I want to take credit for that. I should have trademarked that. But yeah, sex, drugs, and magic. Love that. Oh, hashtag. Thank you, Renji. Hashtag weed connoisseur. There you go. Sure. Right. So sure. Yeah, if That's you guys haven't noticed, we do have a live chat on this show, so feel free to chime in with us. We love talking to you all. And if you are watching this later, comment down below on your thoughts on the episode and predictions. Maybe somebody as out there knows there. if there's a pot Somalia name. Like that, leave that there's in gotta the be a solid, there's gotta be a name a solid, for this, like right? portmanteau out yes. there. Yeah, yeah, like what are they calling the people in Colorado that give you, right. you know, the uh, 
I think they're. I can't think. Well, I, I know. Spent okay. Somebody else. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Call some chat. Got to be. So, what do you guys think? That was a twelve-year-old Julia to represent her shade. I had never thought about a shade being represented kind of so literally, mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting that that Quentin kind of had to be on this in this altered state in mm-hmm. order to to come face to face with her. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense for it to be a child in terms of innocence and yeah. purity. So, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I like that it wasn't like a five year old or sure. something like twelve. It's like just before that. It's right before you lose your mind. Pretty much, yeah, yeah it's more or less. Early stages of puberty, childlike yeah. innocence, yes. but you're you're about to start venturing into more adult aspects. Of, yes, mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, living. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but then back to but then Quentin because he learns about that. He's like Elliot. No, I got to bounce and. <laughs> But poor Fen, she's like, that's my job. When Elliot's like, so here's all these things we gotta do. Mm. And she's like, yeah, well, that's my job. It's so heartbreaking that it keeps uh, going back to uh, that. Like, that's yes. this recurring motif with her. It's like, that's my job. That's what I'm here for. That's my yeah. duty. It's like... I just wanna know if she actually likes it. I, I, I don't I think I think she likes him. Yeah. I think she likes him. But, like, all of this other stuff, she feels so resigned to. Mm-hmm. It's life in Fillory. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that's that's the way of the land. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can do what you, you know. I think, I'm not sure. I think she said something about how uh, or being surprised that he's not used to a oh, three, three person, husbands, yes. Yeah, three-person I mean, marriage. Yeah, three-person yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, that's, yeah, that's what I'm referring to. The idea that it's like, if you grow up in a place like that, maybe that's, that's just the way you know, that's the way you yeah. are. You know, you expect um, that. Yeah, I'm sure she, there's a part of her that prefer that he, you know. Were be just sexually hers. attracted to her yeah. the same right. way he's sexually attracted to the king, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think he still gives her some form of affection, so she's not totally. Oh, he's but not, I still feel bad. He's for not her. completely like disregarding her, yeah, but no. I I still think there's been this kind of undercurrent of almost patronization where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, like aren't you cute? But not really. I don't yeah. think really but taking her she seriously. Knows it was an arranged marriage, so. Sure, yeah. but that doesn't... I think there's still very genuine feelings yeah. for yeah. him on her it's part. Like, yeah. When I was 18, I approached a man who ended up being gay, and when I realized he was gay, I went, oh, and he booped me on the nose. <laughs> like, <"I'm cute." laughs> And I was like, ah! you know, I'm learning to, to be like a woman and stuff. So it's kind of like that, like... I appreciate that he wasn't mean to me, but it's still like he booped me on the nose. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm like a little, like a little cute little oh. cat. Aren't you oh. cute? Another good hashtag, yeah. Renji. Thank you. Hashtag the city of pixels. I, oh, those I are, love that. Those oh, are cities yeah. made out of pixels? Close. That was, that yeah. was oh. definitely, yeah, that's a Henry Alonso Myers classic. <laughs> that was um, so good. Yeah, you know, and he also wrote the first episode of The Magicians that I directed uh, last season, uh, Home, mm. Homecoming, the uh, uh, Alice Quentin going home to mom and dad oh, uh, stuff. Yes, so yeah it was this fun episode but it's like you know that's just for me that's like that was a great like henry classic you know the city of pixels yeah. and you know <laughs> it's just like, but it also just shows i think also the difference between growing up in a place like fillory where the the the, the, the sort of the norms are so different from mm-hmm. what yeah. we may be used to and it's yes. just that's you know. Sure, and I think I think for for a line that that I think some people might see as like oh it's just kind of like just a joke. Like I think there is a part of it that does show that she's she's trying to learn and she's. Mm-hmm. Well, that to was the only way. Yeah, I mean that's that we discussed it on set. I mean like like she couldn't play it as a joke because right. she mm-hmm. genuinely had wonders wondrous uh, kind of feelings about this magical thing, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. internet, right? That she, Earth thing. Yeah. Can she come to Earth? We've had a lot of Earthlings go to Fillory. Have any 
Valorians go That's a very to good Earth. question. I don't know mm. the answer to that. I'm sure there's a way, right? Because, I mean, like... Is it one of those? Can you survive? Uh, I'm sure. Left? I'm sure students of students of Lev's books would probably know this. Yeah, answer. Sure, you know, sure, sure, but sure. it's a very good question. Does she have the button? Right? I guess there's a lack of what's. Well, it's like an it's opium in the air. Opium and fillery. in the air and fillery. But like, would they, they like die, go into withdrawal? You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's question. interesting. It hasn't come very up yet. Because that would be nice if they could like take her there to give her a tour. Well, we did have um, the son of the. Oh, I'm blanking his name. The other kingdom, but the he's Lord. from Earth. Princess, oh, yeah. Princess so of he's Lord. from Earth. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. from Earth. So we've only had Earthly. Or his mom. His mom is from Earth, and he was okay. raised. Yeah. He, w- he went to boarding school. Yeah, yeah. right. So, so can Florians go visit Earth? Is a yeah. good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but he's also not Florian. Right. 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 right, right well, right. yeah. I mean that. Yeah, we haven't seen yeah. in yeah. the show. We haven't yet. seen Florians. There's nobody who's mm-hmm. done it. I don't think in the show. Maybe for some time later. I would love to see an episode of Fen like. Then we get Katie. I, how, how much did you guys love? The, I love the research tubes when they were doing the like. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. you. This yeah. guy, the guy, the, the librarian. Brendan yeah. Taylor. That oh, was phenomenal actor. Yeah, I was just <laughs> texting him before the show. He's there's, great. there's this little moment that he does, and it's barely noticeable where like mm. they're just both waiting. For mm-hmm. the for the answer to come, and he looks at her, and he gives her like this little like yeah. this little motion of like, yeah. isn't this exciting? And <laughs> so, it was so funny. To and me. I have to tell you, that is the reason why we cast him because in the audition we use that scene, uh-huh. and everyone else we saw didn't make anything out of that moment. But for me, that was the funniest thing in the scene—the <laughs> yeah. moment where you're just standing there and you got you're nothing. Just waiting, yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> and so he did that very gesture in the audition. It's like you, sir, that just made me elevated so the scene. That you know? that, <laughs> that and that. And the Fred Fletchen line got Thank you. such was, a hard That laugh was out of me. my favorite line in the script. Fred Fletchen. I just I, such I like read a, it and I was like, that is the funniest thing ever. It was ever. such a jungle cruise joke. Like it reminded me of like the Schweitzer Falls kind of joke. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. What are you talking about? So on the on the jungle cruise you go by a mm-hmm. waterfall and they go, Oh, they, there's the famous Schweitzer Falls named for the famous archaeologist Dr. Albert Falls. What's the jungle? What's the jungle cruise? <laughs> At Disneyland. I've never been to Disneyland. <gasps> I didn't realize they had a meta joke at yeah. Disneyland. Like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> backside of water. The backside of water, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Adrian, we gotta Disneyland. fix this. I've never been to Disney World, and I don't Jungle remember Cruise it. Is so okay. much fun. Um, <laughs> is fun. But Fred Fletcher yeah. it was such a good line. I laughed out loud with that. Good, happened. good. That was absolutely um, the intention. I was gonna say, is there yes. a certain persona that you? that you all are trying to guide with the librarians? Because like, uh, I noticed question. that he was very similar to the librarian, other librarian. Um, yeah, I think yeah. the conception of it, you know, because I, I introduced the library in my first episode, you mm-hmm. know, so uh, I, I was sort of mm-hmm. there at the beginning of the Netherlands and sort of talk, all those discussions were that it would be sort of feel like 1950s America. Mm-hmm, that's yeah, kind of that's the conceit. It feels like even with like little. Yeah, um, and in fact, we almost, right. we almost couldn't cast Brendan, even though he was the best actor, because he had a beard in, and we didn't think that that was going to fit into that aesthetic mm-hmm. but uh, he thankfully agreed to shave for the for nice. the role yeah. so um, you mentioned the audition are you there for the audition process for certain episodes I'm there for the audition process for all of the guest stars of my episodes oh, okay, you know because obviously cool. the cast has been cast yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but I, I get to be involved in everyone who's not who's you know either appearing in my mm. episode who hasn't been established in the series so far so for example I, I, I wasn't involved in casting Josh or Todd I see mm-hmm. but I was involved in casting you know um 
Howard. So mm-hmm. okay, okay, that's cool. And the Shade, who is also a lovely uh, Vancouver-based uh, uh, young a- young actor. So right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, nice. She was great too. Um, both both of them Vancouver locals. Nice. Was it more? Was it? Was there kind of an element of difficulty to it going into it? Like, okay, we have to find a twelve-year-old Julia. There's never an element of difficulty because there's also a simultaneous casting process going on in LA. Oh, okay. So there's, you know, they're always, you know, when worse comes to worse, they'll find somebody in LA. If yeah, we can't find that. But ideally, Vancouver, because you know, it's better for the budget. And yeah. also, but I mean, like, know. like physically, the, yeah. when you're when you're trying to look for specifically a younger like version her. of. Oh yes! Oh, you know, we got really lucky that that the we thought the perfect shade for Julia was mm-hmm. a Vancouver-based um, mm-hmm. uh, actor. But yeah, no, I mean that was that was key. I mean, it was we just were really lucky mm-hmm. with, with 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 her. I thought. Uh, then we have oh, we find out what Penny's first job of business is tracking down overdue books, which <laughs> is. Sure, I like that. Right. <laughs> it was like his little side quest. Yeah, if if this is an real. open world game, Man. it's his little side quest. Listen, overdue books can mess up your credit. They can come after you. It's never happened to me, but they can come after you. Can they mess up your credit? They can mess up your credit. Really? If you have enough overdue books, they can wow. like... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Well, that leads us to Harriet over at Fuzzbeat. Which is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Henry Alonzo. That was funny. <laughs> no, no, um, no. With uh, we were talking about how to pronounce the name. It's Marley Matlin. Marley right? Matlin, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. amazing. How amazing. is that directing? Unbelievable, like a dream come true. Like I, you know, I I was a big fan of her from Children of a Lesser God. I saw when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> I was like, about I was that. like, have you guys? seen I mean, this movie? yes, it's yeah. uh, and and she, you know, she won the Oscar for it, and yeah. you know, so I was a bit like, oh my god, uh, you know, s- somewhat starstruck. But she's just a lovely human being and mm-hmm. was just so great to work with and just, you know, the cool coolest person. I was just, you know, it was just difficult. But then, and she loved to, you know, collaborate and take direction and, mm-hmm. and was just, it was great. It was like just directing anyone else even though she has, you know, an amazing resume, so. And it was, mm-hmm. it's such an interesting dichotomy that I, I think once I thought about it, I was kind of surprised it hadn't come up before. The fact that in this world where magic is done so much by hand, the mm-hmm. the kind yeah. of the parallels with signing and, mm-hmm. and kind of how well, and actually that's a very interesting uh, point. Um, it, that all sort of came out of like uh, Lori, uh, one of our producers, um, knew Marley personally and suggested her for the role. And you know the role was just written as Harriet, and you know we were casting all all different types of of, of actors for the role. I mean, there mm-hmm. was no specific you know one way or the other that we were looking mm-hmm. for. Just somebody who would really make come, Harriet come alive, mm-hmm. you know. So and, and then because she was introduced in this episode, I was involved in that process. So I can say with assurance that when Mar- Marley got cast. Suddenly, Henry did a, a rewrite over the weekend before we shot with mm-hmm. her, and you know we we kind of added and found all those moments and that you just said, and yeah. it just sort of she fits so well into the world, right? You know, and then the idea of tutting and and signing mm-hmm. and the link there that came out of casting Marley. So and that that very first moment where Penny sees her signing, <laughs> yes, gets the deck. <laughs> yeah. not sure what exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, and, and that was great too. The idea that that I love the chemistry between Arjun and and, and Marley and and Jade in those yes. scenes. I just think they're so good together. Yeah. And it was like a great comedy team, you know, right, 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 right. and that I must say, you know, that great best improv ever on any TV show I've ever directed uh, was when Marley just at the end of one take decided after she gives the book back to Penny after 
spelling the um, the, 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 the card. card. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she just for some reason she just said "Have a nice day," which wasn't in the script, <laughs> and and without missing a beat. And it's too bad it's censored, but without missing a beat, you know, can I say the F yeah. word? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, without missing a beat, or just says, you know, so it's "Have a nice day," and he goes "Fuck off," and it was yeah. just I was just that, dying, that dying at the monitor. Got it was so funny. That exchange yeah. got such a big laugh out of me when I was <laughs> yes. more so than I think. I was. But again, just improv from both of them. Just like, whoa, what just happened there? I was a genius. <laughs> right. So that scene also. Was pointing, was pointing out how much like he's still being so rude all the time. Yes, exactly. And you're like, dude, do you not learn that like that doesn't work? Like even Katie was like, it was nice to see her so smiley and like happy mm-hmm. and like see yeah. her like thing. And he's just being a total douchebag. Right. Yeah, so like, she banishes yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. go away. Well, it's like, like you I said, like, did you not learn your lesson? Like, right? this has hands. gotten you in trouble before. Yes. You have to chop off your hands. But he does love the, but Penny does apparently have a soft spot for pandas which is yeah. which, what did which you was do the, to the pandas was yeah, such a good line exactly <laughs> another henry classic yes um, oh yeah that was so good and that scene was just so entertaining to learn also about how the librarians are hiding material which mm-hmm. i wonder that too as soon as like the um, male librarian was like yeah, we don't have that information. I'm like, oh, dude, he's lying. Right, absolutely. Right. Lying. I always thought the librarians were like, sketch yes. from the moment <laughs> yeah. they were introduced. I was like, something is wrong with these people. They're hiding. Yes. <laughs> like, they have your entire life history written mm-hmm. down. They know all but your different names. But that's open to the public. Sketch. Oh, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Those books aren't hidden, so you could come read your own book. Mm-hmm. She didn't stop them from getting their own book. Sure. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Right. But she recommended the don't read to the end because people don't like the ending. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah. That was yeah. That was that was me. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one too. Good times. Good memories. Yes. Uh, then we have Quentin and Julia. How she's kind of like on autopilot when he comes over to her place and she's talking about like I'm sorry and the research and then yeah that's when we get Todd and got the Tesla flexion which is great. Elliot and the cooking testing was so funny. Right. Like here, <laughs> let's eat this different stuff. But it just wasn't working, and and because uh, he he wants it to be uniquely Florian, yeah. he wants yeah. it to kind of he wants to meet him halfway, mm-hmm. which I think as much as Fen is trying to learn, I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's interesting and it's telling of of kind of Elliot's arc that he's also trying to yeah. trying to grow. Exactly. Yeah, and we figured that the Florians would just not get Michelin three star cuisine. <laughs> exactly. yeah, it's just too foo foo for them, you know. And, that right. was, yeah. and um, being a foodie, I, it's just funny the the whole we we did the the, the sort of knockoff version of, of Thomas Keller, who's the French laundry chef, his famous dish oysters and pearls. <laughs> so I mean, for the foodies out there, there was a lot of like you know sort of inside foodie Such jokes that we're nice. trying. To, you know, and even I think he name checks Keller, but it's like you know, it's like filler. Uh, filler, be yeah. like, yeah, just give us a good buffet. The fact that Josh yeah. had to get him wrecked to get that recipe, right. yes. yeah, yeah, Hardy's is good. Yeah, but then we get the warning in the nachos, and Margot, her good idea of like the tracking spell and like redo it, and then Josh is going to go invade the Foo Fighters, which seemed to work out really well. But then I was like, that seemed too easy. Right, 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 right. No, it seemed. Okay. No, I think I get what you're saying. Like, well, if okay. we had had a you know a, a, like twice the budget, I, I think the scene that might be missing there is the one where you go see that all play okay. out. Yeah. Sure, that I think sure, that, sure, yeah, sure. I, I, yes. you know, it's like that's unfortunately in TV sometimes you don't have the money if you're doing yeah. all the other mm-hmm. stuff you're doing, you got to pick your battles right. and yeah. exactly. you know. So obviously, I think all of us would have liked to have seen that. Well, yeah. I think I think more than anything, it, it made me suspicious. It made me a little suspicious of Josh. Uh, and kind yeah. of his intentions. It was weird. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. He's already betrayed them once, so it's right? kind of like... It's true. Yes. It's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the last little bit with the crazy librarian, too, of, like, the losing control and essentially killing himself to protect the poison room. That was intense. <laughs> Trying to hit that kill switch, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He killed himself. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. I'd be like, no, I'm not killing myself. He is library. passionate. Librarians are passionate, if nothing they, else. This we is fa- true. We are. found <laughs> that. science, okay? Right. <laughs> I tried to become a librarian until I realized I had to go back to school for library science. Did you? I was oh, like, what? I'm not going to do that. Well, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I don't even understand what library science is. Yeah. You know, is it a, a deep like, study of the Dewey Decimal well, System? Right, you have right. to, like, figure out the Dewey Decimal and some other stuff. But, Interesting. Like, yeah, 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 uh, I'm not doing that. But I will point out that, yes. that the model for that scene was, was actually... In the last episode I directed the the, the abortion uh, attempt, you know, where the, the oh, yes. where the demon baby was was basically mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. fighting against having it be removed from Julia. So we went with that idea that there's something in the poison room that mm. that is kind of drawing Howard there to you know potentially off him, mm-hmm. you know, in the same kind of way that there, there, there's a presence. So I, I I don't blame I blame I, I mean I, I like Howard that he fights back, you know, mm-hmm. but yes. the, but the idea is that he wasn't necessarily of his own will protecting the poison yeah. room. Ah, okay. If that makes sense. Oh, interesting. That, okay, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Protecting the poison room? So, wait. Well, wait, when Carrie oh. said that, you know, like, that, that he was trying to, you know, stop... That's the, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but, that, but the reason he gets into that trance and goes there to begin mm-hmm. with, the idea is that there's something going on... Well, I thought Harriet cursed him and made him want to go open it for yeah. Katie. Right. right, with the card. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. right, right, yeah. right. And then he kind of snaps to it and goes, wait, I can't do this, mm-hmm. and tries to stop it, and would rather kill himself than open that room. That's how I was reading it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it works both ways. Interesting. But, but the, uh, yeah, but the idea would be to also, I don't, you know, I, I put in the mix that the poison room itself was kind of pushing him to would protect itself. Oh, oh. interesting. Oh. Okay. On top of Harriet's spell with yeah. the card, and on Which top of, Which explains why know. he would hit the kill switch over yes. anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't... Right, I, because I, the magic... Yeah. You know that, you know, and, and part, and it certainly was triggered by by the the spell that Harry cast. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, but mm-hmm. you know, that makes more sense when yeah. you said that way. Um, then we have the uh, when we get the little bit of Alice, the other Alice, and I was just like, they are wasting their time. Keep getting to the get to the point. <laughs> I know you love each other. <laughs> no, no, I love that scene. Yeah. I'm not a crier, but I almost cried. Oh, that 100 <laughs> got me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The loser all over again, but it is one of those like. I have two minutes. Right. I need you to tell yes. me information now. Right. So there's, there's the chemistry oh. between Jason and Olivia is so great. And especially mm-hmm. in that scene when you see, like, he is the version that lost her and she is yeah. the version that lost him. And so they get to see each other that one moment. And it's it's just really beautiful for them to, mm-hmm. to share in that, in that pain. Because, like, nobody else is going to really understand the pain they're going through specifically yeah. for each other. So. And that shot, that shot at the, the very end of that exchange all with shadow. all the sparks and then you just yeah. see... Two shadows become one. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, that was that was gorgeous shot. The first thing I thought of when I read the script, I was like, "We got to do that shot." Absolutely, yeah. you know. And and I think what you're saying is so true. It's I mean that is the balancing act. You know, is when you direct a, a show or anything. When you direct anything, it's like you know how how do you balance in that scene the tension of the fact that they have a two minute time limit. Mm-hmm. You know, with the tutting going on outside. You know, can can Julia and Fog keep it up? You know while there's this incredibly emotional scene that you want to stay in yeah. with, mm-hmm. with Jason and Olivia who are doing yeah. amazing work so it's like you know balancing that is is, is really a, a big question I, I thought it was excellently done because oh, I watched the TV show Thank you. today where I was like 
oh my god, get to the point. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I know what's about to happen. Just rip out that necklace so I can get to it already. Right. Um, you know what I'm talking about. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was really mm-hmm. the, the balance of just them getting the facts out and having that emotional moment was perfect. Good. And it was great, too, because she got to apologize to him, so he got the apology while he was always trying to apologize to her. Right. So that exactly. was the... Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the suggestion, I mean, I don't know if people, uh, it might have been too subtle for, for, for hmm. the room, but I was hoping that the idea was that they almost, like, she almost just, like, destroyed them because yeah, they get so close. Touch, she's yeah. about yes. to touch. And so that was part of what I think where they, they, for just a split second, forget that they yeah. could just destroy both of them. There was a moment of suspense I like, where I... Th- uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wasn't sure yeah. if they were going yes. to. Good. Okay. Well, yeah. that was the other thing we were balancing. So yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to balance. Yeah. But, but yeah. All right. And the last major things are uh, the fairies took Fen. Looks like they took her, but Ooh. might be more to it. Those fairies are and terrifying. And ancient ones are dragons. Giant. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. Blowing up the world. Yes. I love when shows blow out the world. Smog just, style. You get um, a better understanding of what so people are dealing with. Any quick predictions? Because we have to... Oh. Oh man! I can't say anything. You go. I know you can't. She watched ahead for those Uh, who don't know. These dragons. These dragons are are bad news. I think. I'm so excited. Uh, Seeing the preview for next time. uh, Are you excited when you see like the trailers? Oh yeah, I'm such a fanboy of the show, so I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, and because you know I left before they shot that. I'm Ah, I'm curious to see what the what the dragon. Actually, mm-hmm. looks like there's a nice glimpse of it in the promo, though. Exactly. Yes. Here we go. Yeah, I, I'm told it's awesome. So. Well, it just keeps getting better and better. Um, anything else you're working on that you can let us know about or uh, um, coming up? Yeah. Well, I, you know, working on a film that I'm writing and directing right now. Um, hopefully, get that uh, more information on that in a couple months. But uh, yeah, I just directed the Shadowhunters uh, winter finale. If mm-hmm. anybody's watching Shadowhunters. Um, there you go. So I was here a couple weeks ago for that, but uh, nice. yeah, just uh, yeah, moving forward. Hell yeah! Sweet. Hoping for a season three of the Magicians. Yeah, <laughs> right? get that hashtag trend in. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Let's go down you. the line and give our call out. All right, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter, and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. Uh, y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA, as well as Monday nights on the Monday Night Raw after show. The crew will be at WrestleMania this weekend, so come see us. Nice. Nice. I'm Joshua Butler. You can find me at the Joshua Butler on pretty much most uh, platforms except Snapchat, which I don't get. That's all right. <laughs> I don't really get either. That's Facebook fair. and Instagram are trying to do the same thing, which I don't understand either. Right. I saw that. I, uh, I, I don't know. Yes. appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. And it. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. And uh, check out my Instagram and my Twitter because I'll post better photos of the Espionage Cosmetics nail wraps. They're really fun and these are very glittery. And these are for science, is the name of them. So <laughs> go check it out. Nice. I'll explain why. Uh, again, thank you so much for watching. Give the video a thumbs up, five stars on iTunes. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 